There's our favorite little bitch boy. Uh, uh, gentlemen! Will, Will, do you want to introduce do you want to introduce this episode? I'm gonna Yeah, like sure. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome back. back. I think we've got a podcast, and obviously today... Sorry, Will, I just had to jump in there. Uh, you no, know, don't, 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 I understand it. There was just a little bit of, you know, tight. When you're leaving sort of five or ten seconds of dead air, I kind of want to, you know, uh, just make yeah, sure yeah, that... I, I... I should have jumped on my chance a bit more. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, just you know, it's really ba- really basic stuff. I mean, sort of, we've been doing this for a couple of years now, so I think. Yeah, I, know, I, I, I'm, I'm, to... I'm sorry. I, I need to learn my life. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Come on, go on. Yeah, I do. I trust you. I trust you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go um, on. Go ahead. Hello. We are the low budgets. And this is the Low Budget I Think We Got It podcast. We have, this is the first consecutive episode um, in six months. In six months, which is in a talent. Months. Which is an under, understated talent, underestimated talent even. It is. It's an unsung hero. I mean, we are just quality we're content doing, creators. We're doing impossible things. We are. Like, we never thought that this would be possible. But apparently but- it is. Where would we be without the low budgets? I think we got a podcast. Syria. I had a. I. I don't disbelieve that actually. <laughs> Have you seen this? Um, it's a video of Jordan Peterson, and he's he's crying for some. He's like a sort of super uh, manly guy who's like all in favor of uh, like men and like sexism, and he's like an American political commentator. I I've not heard of him, but he sounds questionable at best. Yeah, he's. I'll t- I'll I'll tell you a bit about him. I'll read you his um description <laughs> on Google. He's a Canadian professor of psychology and clinical psychologist, YouTube personality, and author. He began to re- receive widespread attention in the late 2010s for his views on cultural and political issues, often described as, in massive scare quotes, conservative. <laughs> and I want to just, uh, I want to just get your reaction to this uh, man's videos. Well, there's one very specific one I was referencing there. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get the link. I'm not sure now. how to feel going into this. Uh, right, it's, it's it's a weird mix of terror and terror and apprehension. fear. So I've pasted the uh this is this is an advert for something else. Seven minute long advert. Here we are, we're in. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Right, press and play. Jordan Peterson. Also instantly, I don't know why he's crying. Like he's just started off this video by just crying. What was he crying about? I have no clue. Um, the economic crash of 2008, or whenever and that his crash voice, was. <laughs> and, his, and his, yeah, it was 2008, actually. 2007, 2008. Yay! Yay! Economic protest X. And you'll notice his voice sounds like a drunk Kermit, in the way that Miss Predas does. Oh, God. I, heard... I don't want this man to start talking like Miss Preda. Just wait. And he's 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 gonna he's gonna start talking about how it's okay to be a man, 
and how in society men should be more privileged and men should feel worthwhile. So here we go. <laughs> it does sound like a weird. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Saying. <laughs> like a weird Canadian person. It's not okay. It's not okay. It's necessary. <laughs> Were you expecting that? I was not expecting that to be his voice. And you think this guy who preaches about like men being strong and big and tough and men being valued doesn't sounds like the biggest bitch I've ever heard. <laughs> That's one of my favorite quotes ever. <laughs> what the hell are we gonna do without men? <laughs> <laughs> All these buildings. <laughs> these men are doing impossible, impossible things. things. They're under the streets. These men are doing impossible things. Just driving along a road, and there's just like a hundred men just lying below it. I mean, what is this well, man on about? Well, they're doing impossible things. <laughs> they're working on the sewers. They're up <laughs> on the power lines. Women can do that too. Exactly. I mean, everything this man's saying is obviously just proving his point. What the hell are we going to do without men? Without men. <laughs> <laughs> They're keeping this impossible infrastructure functioning. Where the hell are we going to be without men? Where the hell are we going to be without the guy that works in Costa Coffee who makes my coffee a little bit too hot? Where the hell are we going to be without men? The delivery drivers for Greg's. Where are the we? They're going to do impossible things, delivering pastries. Every hour on the hour. It takes you a see, lot of skill. You, you see a man giving birth, now that's an impossible thing. <laughs> Where would we be without men? The bringers of life. <laughs> the, where would we be without the semen traveling into the vagina? Men are, way to lower the tone. <laughs> Men are doing impossible things. Well, come on, we've never, we've never. Been. Come on, come on! Don't try and act like this is some highbrow form of entertainment. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm listening to a drunk hermit talking about men being under the streets. Okay, this is this is <laughs> riveting, riveting stuff. <laughs> this is. Miraculous matter. <laughs> <laughs> they work themselves to death. death. Not These often, literally. Doing... <laughs> These men are doing impossible things. <laughs> They're working themselves to death, having so much sex. <laughs> They're doing impossible things. I mean, if they're catching diseases while doing that, then yeah. They are working themselves to working death. Working themselves to death. They're catching AIDS. <laughs> Good of all mankind. <sighs> Where would we be without men? William Hunt is doing impossible things. Doing science homework a day early. Where that would we be impossible. without men? I don't is actually know if I've got any homework. I think I do. Me but neither. I don't know what. <laughs> Me neither. I think I do. But will I be doing it? No! 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 Or we be without men? The, the, uh, the, it, the, uh, the. <laughs> Do you remember that, um, 
Do you remember the video we did of when you were talking about my nan having 3.6 million horsepower? Yeah. yeah. I started, so I went, well, the thing, you know, the thing, what it is, is the... thing is, <laughs> it was so you know, long. No, it's not that my point is... <laughs> Going only right because I was wrong. <laughs> He's... Actually, no she doesn't have any energy. She sits on the sofa peeling carrots all day. <laughs> She doesn't have oh. any energy. Why Why is she peeling carrots on the sofa? I don't know. Every time I'm there, I turn up and she's sitting on the sofa, just peeling carrots, watching whatever is on BBC Two. To, to me, it sounds like your nan is doing impossible things, not these men. Where would we be without Maureen? <laughs> she's doing impossible things. She's working herself to death, peeling these carrots. Day after day. <laughs> She's doing impossible things! Where'd we be without Maureen? She makes rock cakes that are more similar to a rock than a cake! Where'd we be without Maureen? She's doing very possible things! <laughs> so, uh, peeling carrots on the sofa, that's, that, that's something else. Like, why? Just why? I that's the only I don't word. Know, why? Because... because she never makes anything with carrots. She's never made me anything with carrots. And if she does, it's like carrots that are fresh and not have been peeled prior to this. And they're never really mm. peeled anyways, the carrots she gives me. So she's just peeling carrots constantly. And I went into her, it was on Boxing Day the other day. And um, I went into her sort of like garage thing, because there's a good dog going into the garage. And she had, and I count, 15 boxes of Purcell. And like those giant boxes of powder that they used for washing machines in the 80s. <laughs> she doesn't have one of those washing machines. Oh no. She doesn't own one. That, that, that really doesn't surprise me though. They've got a new one. She doesn't need them. She was like, I bought them because they were on sale in Japan. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, they're in sale on Japan for a reason. Japanese people need them. We don't. Oh, the Japanese so... are doing impossible things, Maureen, not you, things. the Japanese. The Japanese are washing several kimonos a day. They're gonna need boxes of Purcell. They're under the streets. They're over the streets. They're, they're putting their babies in washing machines because they don't have functioning water supplies. They're now, doing impossible things, Maureen. What I really want to know is, how on earth are we only 53 seconds through this video? <laughs> and every single moment of it is absolute gold. <laughs> that and is true. On. University professors, the social justice bent. He's so angry <laughs> for, for no reason. His, <laughs> Why turn, does he his tears are fuel for his anger.
He looks like he's just permanently crying about something. And Santa like too is on the verge of tears is, about like, these when, men. When, when you cry though, you you go your skin like goes a bit red. This man's skin is just a ghostly white. He's gone so pale. So I'm starting to think whether he's just chucked water in his eyes before filming. Because they oh. look to be oh. They look so watery and so wet. And he goes on. There's a massive infrastructure. He's talking about how university professors, even though he is a university professor himself, um, is the most appreciated group in society, and they forget to factor in that men are doing impossible things, <laughs> even though he is himself a man. Hmm. Hmm. He's Professor Doctor. I've just noticed he's Professor Doctor. <laughs> yeah, he is. What's I know that? he's got a doctorate. I think he has a doctor. Doctorate. No, but uh, usually it's just professor. You don't professor do professor or doctor. doctor. You do professor. <laughs> Let me see if he's actually got a doctorate. Wait a minute. I don't even think he has a doctorate. I think he only has a PhD. <laughs> no, PhD so is a doctorate. No, it's not. Here it is. No, it's not. B A M A no B A M A PhD doctorate. The PhD is in the doctorate. There's a PhD. A PhD, also known as Doctor of Philosophy. Yeah, but it's not a doctorate though. Ah, see. It's, it's the one I above. The, I thought the D standard for. Doctor, which is why I thought that. PhD, yes. Yeah, what's it actually stand for? Philosophy something. Uh, philosophy. Something in, something in Latin. Latin. It's always something in Latin. But yeah, Doctor is the one that. just above that that yeah. is uh, a little bit, little bit smarter and he doesn't. So he technically can't say DR because he doesn't have a doctorate. You know? That really doesn't surprise me. Because his PhD is in clinical psychology, and that's not philosophy. Like, he didn't even study philosophy at all. He studied psychology and clinical psychology. Ah, take that to the PSN, you bitch! Ah. He got his <laughs> uh, BA from the University of Alberta. And he's also got a lot of BS. He's got a lot of... He got his BS <laughs> from... From the men! He got his MA from McGill University, which is a public university located in Quebec, Canada. Probably where Miss Bravon went, to be honest. Miss Bravon's yeah, been everywhere. She's been... She's like, oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> friends with Jordan Peterson. <laughs> and then his PhD from... Also from McGill. So he stayed at the same place and went, yeah. Yeah. And he's married to a woman called Tammy Roberts. I bet she's doing very possible things. She's doing possible things! <laughs> she has her hair slicked back in her face! And she has very pointed eyebrows! I'm gonna put a photo of them in the chat so you can see what uh, Tammy Roberts looks like. 
interesting that she kept her last name and didn't take his last name because she knows that would be career's suicide. Oh yeah, of course. There she is, doing very passable things. She looks like she's about to rob a bank. She looks Russian. Wait, let me have a look. Oh no, she is Canadian. She looks Russian, right? She does look a bit Russian. Not like fully Russian. She's a little bit Russian. She's edging Russian. A little bit Russian. Maybe a little bit Polish. No, to be honest. Yeah, if you told me that they were both Russian or Polish, I would believe you. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't question it. Actually, no. If you said these are some high up USSR officers, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. this is. Where would we be without Russian men? Where would we be? Where Where would we be without Vladimir Putin? He's doing impossible things. Oh, Vlad Putin. Love Poot. The yeah, good old Vlad Poot. Video of, um, of Steven Seagal. Oh god, not Steven Seagal. You've never seen the Putin one? Right. He basically goes along the same in the rest of this video. Are you on the thing? Uh, yeah. I will finish the next couple seconds bit and then, we'll, and then I'll show this video about Putin. Solidly laboring, working class. I'm going to use that as my excuse from now on if anyone ever gives me some work to do that I don't want to do. You're taking me for granted. I'm a solidly hard working class man. You're a solidly hard working class man. Yes. I might rework that quite for you. <laughs> Solidly hard working, working class. Because I, 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 I thought that I would, I could get away with the solidly hard working class, <laughs> and I, that was going to be hard working, working class in the same sentence. But now I think about it, that doesn't work at all. Whoops! I just, I just opened uh, uh, my phone quickly to check something, and I saw a man drinking from a water fountain. <laughs> It's like the first thing I saw. Uh, folks, as you might remember from last year's podcast, our favourite video of last year was the infamous Nick Frost DJing on a Sunday. Well, but breaks it, breaks it, breaks it, breaks it. Oh my god! Cool back to episode. Do you remember that? Rather. This, this, I've just seen the same man drinking from a fountain. The same man drinking from a fountain. I opened my phone very quickly to check on something, to Google something, and open on Instagram, and I just saw him drinking from a fountain. I'm going to send you the video now, Will. Because I've never seen... I don't know. I just opened it, and he's just drinking from a fountain. And that's the video. That's the whole video. It's three seconds long and he just drinks from a fountain. I'm... There, there are no... There, I... Just, I... What is... It, it, yeah, I don't it, understand. I was so confused. It's 2022, so Happy New Year. But so far, all this year, I have just seen questionable videos. Or rather, been sent questionable videos. <clears throat> My throat... That's what happens when you, uh, that's what happens when you, that's you know. That's what happens when I, oh, 
Yeah, I don't. Um, I, I opened it, and I wasn't expecting to see a grown man just drinking from a fountain. You know, casually drinking from a fountain at that. Like it's not even and phasing it's, it's, him. It's very like, casual. Like, I don't. I don't drink from fountains often anymore. But if I did, I'd make more of a point of it, you know? I think he's very blasé about this. And it's okay to, you know, be, uh, you know, sort of, you know, casual about your interests. Don't make it too obvious, you know, don't make it something out of the ordinary, otherwise people think you're weird. But inherently, he is drinking out of a fountain! Uh, Just going back to something that you literally just... Have you ever drunk out of a fountain? Uh, Once? As a Once, child, as I a child, well, were I you in the Alpha of... Garden Center? <laughs> no, it was Alton's. No, oh, oh. Alton's. Alton's. Oh. Well, I've drunk out of a puddle before. You know this. I know that, <laughs> and you <laughs> can't tell me. <laughs> and you can't tell me you were a child because I was there. <laughs> well. I've... The fountain, I was a child, but the puddle, I most definitely wasn't a child. It was like four years ago. And I do want to just say to the audience that Charlie was genuinely interested in what a puddle would taste like. Like, this question had been on his mind for a few hours. (laughs) Well, and then he went ahead and did it. Are you not interested in what a puddle would taste like? No, not at all. Well, I can tell you, it tastes very muddy. Lots of, no. I had lots of mud particles <laughs> in my mouth. Lots of mud particles. And I went through a straw as well. I didn't just lap it up like a cat with a bowl of milk. I did through a straw. You know, I'm not a savage. I used a straw. You're kind of a savage. So I'm going to add that to my savage moments compilation. <laughs> Dr- drinking that... from a puddle, savage moments. <laughs> and, and that's not just savage in a oh, sick burn kind of way. It's savage in a you are actually primitive. <laughs> Please stop, you're scaring yeah. my children. Listen, <laughs> troglodyte. Listen, you. Unbirthed, <laughs> heathen. You know, every time I open YouTube for some reason, despite never having watched one or never having been interested in or searched for one, I always, always, always see videos just titled Pete Davidson Savage Compilation. (laughs) Every single time, it's like, how savage can one man be? He needs this many (laughs) compilations. But it's every single time I have no interest in Pete Davidson, I have no interest in savage moments whatsoever. But I, I always see this Pete Davidson Savage Moments <laughs> compilation. I think we should start one for um, start one for the po- for the podcast where it's the low budget Savage Moments, and it's genuinely us being primitive, and that involves every <laughs> time, and that involves every time you've gone. Ooh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be ninety nine percent of it to be honest. That's my face palms. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Just you seeing things that exist. <laughs> I am a caveman. Oh, 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 fire. Ongo chunga. Ongo chunga ooga booga. Ongo chunga ooga booga. We've genuinely got multiple moments like that on the podcast, so I wouldn't be surprised. We, we, we've got plenty. One sheet <laughs> does plenty. One shit does plenty. I do want to say that that is a complete lie, and they should be sued for false advertising. Yeah, you're right. It does. It's not. 
one sheet does not do plenty. One sheet does a lot. One sheet does a considerable amount of things, right? One sheet is doing impossible things. <laughs> one sheet does not do plenty. It does not do plenty. I'm going to put that much out there. It's a little bit upsetting, honestly. In fact, it up. is. It is a little bit uh, upsetting. Up, men. They're doing impossible things. Oh, gosh. Talking Where about impossible you? things. Yeah. Uh, downstairs, my parents are blasting songs from a musical. That Which musical, musical is, it? is Greatest Showman, and it's a terrible musical. No one can tell me otherwise. The Greatest Showman. The gr- the Greatest Showman, Will. The Greatest Showman. What? The greatest Showman. I don't like it. <laughs> we should do one about, like, <laughs> Buddhism and call it The Greatest Shaman. <laughs> 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 The great, what, what? Which song are they playing? Why do that? Why do your parents like The Greatest Showman? I don't know. They've never seen the film. Actually, no, they might have done. I but don't it, know. Yeah, it's I'd really s- bad. Yeah. yeah. It's not boring. Yeah, it's just no. So, I've never seen anything quite like it in the sense that it is just not fun and enjoyable in any way. Like, I, I, I've tried to watch it and I hate it so much because it's intrepid. It's devoid of all life. It's unfathomably sick to its core. It's perverse. Exactly. I mean, you might as well watch Madagascar 3, Europe's Most Wanted, instead of watching Greatest Showman because you'll find more enjoyment. You might as well. What? You might as well watch Scooby-Doo. Unleashed, which, despite how good Madagascar's Three Euros Most Wanted is, Scooby-Doo Two Monsters Unleashed is the greatest live-action slash animation film of all time. Did you just change your mic? Just mid-sentence. No, it's the same mic. Oh, <laughs> I thought that. Holy crap! <laughs> what happened? Oh, you just went louder. Your voice quality changed, and it was just. It was like a 4D Jackie Weaver experience. <laughs> that's that's the power of Scooby Doo Two Monsters <laughs> Unleashed. <laughs> Do you like Scooby Doo Two Monsters Unleashed? Oh, uh, I haven't seen that film in ages, but I oh, remember liking oh, it. Oh, right, okay, we are watching it on the podcast next week. <laughs> we shall be doing a full commentary track <laughs> of Scooby Doo Two Monsters Unleashed, and I'm not joking you. That's just fine. <laughs> We're gonna do Scooby Doo Two: Monsters Unleashed because it is the greatest film that you will ever see, and I genuinely believe it is one of the greatest films I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of movies. Well, I know you've seen a lot of films, and I am looking forward to Scooby Doo Two: Monsters Unleashed because it's so insane and it makes no sense whatsoever. But it's not bad in a kissing booth way, kind of bad. Also, Kissing Booth Three is out, so we've got to do that as well. Oh, for pity's sake! Well, come on, we'll get Max back. Can, can 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 you just like replace me with a cardboard cutout of myself for that episode, please? Just have sound bites of you going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, what just, is this? I have a few inserts of caveman unga chunga. Just record some unga chunga for us, and we'll drop <laughs> yeah. it. We'll drop it some William Hunt unga chunga special. <laughs> William Hunt is doing impossible things. <laughs> He's unga-chungering all day long and all night long! 
younger just... Chungus like no longer Chungu can. I'll, I'll just record ten minutes of me just making random caveman noises at random times, and I'll just play it on loop throughout the episode. So I'll just William... be doing my own thing, and you'll just be hearing that video. Chungu, ungu, chungu, ungu, chungu, ungu. Over and over again. <laughs> what a man. Oh, what a man. Even greater woman. And an even greater woman. So like I was going to get to before, we got a little bit off track. I've got this Steven Seagal video. Oh, yes. I'm just going to find now. Are you online? Are we online? I'm online. Are you online? Yes. This is this is the way Steven Seagal says Vladimir Putin. It's still so funny to me. You ready? Here we go. It's the way that he totally, It's the way that he totally like skips out of his he has this American accent and then he goes straight. I'm trying to find the interview. I think the interview was on Good Morning Britain actually. Which is quite funny. <laughs> so he's just talking in his American accent. He wanted to think there's something about because he's an American man. He was born in Michigan. Vladimir Putin. I don't know what this video is. Vladimir but... Putin. But he just skips straight out of it. He's like just American, and he goes Vladimir. He's like friends with Vladimir Putin. It's so weird. You know, he's like really good friends with them, right? Well, Steven. Steven Seagal, yeah. I don't, I don't know that. If you, what, you've never seen the photos of Steven Seagal and Vladimir Putin together? Yeah, I, well, I've, I've, I've seen one of them together. I, I kind of thought it was photoshopped. No, they're like actually <laughs> very good friends. I didn't realise that. <laughs> For no reason whatsoever. It makes no sense because Vladimir Putin hates American people. And Vladimir Putin's like whole kind of thing is, you know, anti-American. And Steven Seagal has the Japanese thing going on. That's not even Russian. There's no reason for them to be friends whatsoever. There, there's no... They are not allowed to be friends, and yet they are. Vladimir Putin... Is Vladimir Putin? Yeah, but the interview is with Pierce Morgan on Good Morning Britain, which makes it even funnier. That is but yeah, true. Steven Seagal has joined the pro Kremlin political party, which is hilarious. Uh, of course, he has. I think there's a video of them together when he's doing martial arts. I'm trying to find it. Can we just take this this time a, a minute silence for Steven Seagal's acting ability? I don't think that needs a minute. <laughs> Wait, I've got this video of Steven Seagal dancing, and he's like Theresa May's dancing instructor, I feel like. Just look at Gosh. this man move. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense why he moves in this so way. He's he spent years in Japan perfecting this dance. Aikido and all that jazz just to move like that. Just a move like my aunt at a wedding. <laughs> Vladimir Putin. Oh Even Seagal is doing impossible things. <laughs> <laughs> he is holding together impossible infrastructure. 
on the, 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 the film on a train. He's bringing peace to America! Steven Seagal is doing impossible men! Oh, it's Steven <laughs> Seagal. He's, on, he's doing a film. He's beating up 30 immigrants. And then he says, World peace. Don't harm people. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell did you literally just do? Vladimir <laughs> Putin is doing impossible things! Yeah, Steven Seagal makes no sense to me as a human. Uh, the no. way the way that like Miss Pruder doesn't make sense as a person, he's in the same category of you're not real. You're not real. He's just not real. I mean, you see how he fights. He waves his own hands in front of his own face. Well, but be honest, is that what you do in a fight? No, I would, would you not do that in a fight. Would you not take tips from Steven Seagal in a fight? Actually, in the heat of the moment, Steven Seagal may be my inspiration. Steven Seagal would inhibit your body and go. He would. Well, the amount we're going to do impossible things. <laughs> Thank you, Professor Doctor Steven Seagal. <laughs> Professor Doctor PhD. <laughs> Continue with what you were saying, please. Uh, uh, but it, it's just like it, it, in a fight. I like to think that I've got. A better chance than Steven's hand gestures. Well, I mean, they are just gestures. Like you could go up and do public speaking, make like, the same hand gestures, and you'll intimidate your audience more than you would if you did those same hand gestures in a fight. Well, I don't know about that. I feel like if you were in a fight, you would just freak out and like flail and wave your hands in front of your face like Steven Seagal does. No, no, I'd be all right. What would you do then? What would you do, Will? Go on. Uh, I if you're would, so wise, what would you do? In, in my wisdom, I, I would probably go for counterattacks. Look at me go. See, like, strat strategy with like William. What? Like, like what? Well, you see, my brothers have hit me enough in my lifetime, especially <laughs> on my arms, yes. for me to not really feel much pain when I'm much hit pain at all. Yeah. So I'll just take the hit and just swing round. I know the science. I will convert my angular momentum into forward momentum. I will do all that jazz. I will put my mass into it. <laughs> and I will be without William Yeah. What would you do without William Hunt's mass? Yeah, but what you're not counting for is a direct punch right to your face. That kind of throws off all semblance of physics and mass. That does you can kind think about of. It well, but once you've got hit and you're dazed, there's no way you're just gonna go. Right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna put the forward momentum into angular momentum, and we're gonna okay, do okay, okay, okay. New new plan, new plan. New just plan. like I learnt the Groo dance, I yeah. will learn all of. John McClane's movements in Die Hard. <laughs> Every single <laughs> no, I will just copy those exact same movements in a fight and hope for the best. Well, you should hope that they don't have a machete. Mm. What Have you accounted for the machete factor? I, uh, I've not accounted for the machete factor. Ah, uh, it's an easy mistake to make. <laughs> it is. It's, it's a rookie mistake to make. Where would we be without machetes? Right. New plan. Go on. I'm going to embrace my inner Gandalf. I thought you were going to say 
then. If you fight me, I'm going to starve myself for 40 <laughs> days until you stop. That's more of a threat. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'll, I'll embrace my inner Gandalf and employ the use of both staff and sword to slay my opponents on the battlefield. What with... So this guy has... <laughs> This guy has a machete <laughs> cut straight into your skull and leave you either dead or with permanent brain damage. And your option is a wooden stick. Not a wooden stick. No, no, like, no, no. I've got a staff and a sword. Okay. okay. You know how to use a sword? I kind of do. No, you don't. No, I kind of do. In the you way really- that I know, I know one guard position, and I've watched enough Star Wars. And Will, Lord of Will. the Rings to know how to swing a sword. But you've never I... accounted for the weight of the sword. Once you have the sword, well, I'm going to buy you a sword. I'm going to actually <laughs> buy you a sword, and I'm not joking. I will oh, buy God. you a sword, and I will make you hold it up and try and hit me with it. And you won't <laughs> no. hold it up because no, and I know I'll be safe because you won't be able okay, to hold okay, it up. Okay, okay. okay. New, plan. New, new, new plan. New plan. New plan. New plan. New plan. Forget about Gandalf. Yes. I shall instead do it like one of the three musketeers and instead use a rapier, which are much lighter. And I kind of know how to um, fight with a rapier because uh, Christopher Lee did an interview on it. So, so I'll be able... <laughs> <laughs> your defense, if someone, say, outside of a pub, pulls out a machete, your defense is... Well, pull out a rapier. <laughs> Pull out a rapier and say, well, Christopher Lee taught me how to do it. What? <laughs> then, if Christopher Lee didn't really know how to do it and he was just making it up because he's an actor, Will. And no, 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 he, he, that, no, I, no, he actually knows sword fighting. He actually well, he, well, he knows green sword fighting. He doesn't know sword no, fighting. he does actually know sword fighting. He knows proper he sword did. fighting. Huh? Well, he did. He's dead now. Yeah, yeah, I know, but like, Christopher Lee's done everything. Especially his black metal Christmas songs. Especially his black metal. Black? Yeah. Uh, yeah never like mind. It's, it's beside the point. Lee, he's. Christopher he's Lee's at, done it all. With his time in the trenches of Walter. <laughs> This is probably the best fact I've ever read about someone, because it's so blasé that it's... While his time in the trenches of the Second World War made him deadly with both traditional and non-traditional firearms, as well as a skilled knife fighter, Christopher Lee's also mastered fencing and sword play. See? I told you. <laughs> no, but that's an insane fact. <laughs> it comes from nowhere. <laughs> It's like, okay, the first half, he was in World War Two and so survived the trenches. <laughs> and then he, he almost married into Swedish royalty. Almost. Almost. Oh, why didn't he? I don't actually know. I think it, it was, I, th- I don't actually know. Was it Christopher Lee's doing impossible things! <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh, and he was in the British Special Forces. So, he was in the RAF, and he was in the SAS, <laughs> and he was in the trenches. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a lot. 
And he was also in the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. Which I have never heard of before. Ungentlemanly Warfare, see? Yeah, that's a lot. That's basically just use any tactic necessary to defeat Britain's enemies, said Churchill. That's so much fun. Have, have you seen that quote of Churchill where he goes, Undurly de de do de do de dry de do? Yes. I heard that somewhere. What do I Google to find that again? <laughs> I really don't know. Um, I might have a link of it somewhere. Yeah, because I can't find that somehow. Yeah, in uh, front of his own he- heavy metal band. He's done that as well. He's descended from great nobility. Christopher Lee was um, had Italian nobility on his mother's side, a contessa of Italian Cardini family, according to Goliath. Lee's family lineage traces back to such infamous branches of nobility as the Bourget and King Charlemagne. His father was not noble-born, he was a decorated soldier, what with tinsel and baubles, <laughs> as well as an action performer of some note. You would have destroyed you in a sword fight. Christopher doing impossible things. Yeah, see? I, the, the amount of things that you could learn from a Christopher Lee doing an interview on using a rapier. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's so many good things. He was tight with a lot of big names. That's a weird <laughs> start to mm. a fact. He was uh, six and a half feet tall in the days before Colourfill. Wait, what? Makes <laughs> 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 no sense. <laughs> Shorter once Colourfield came along. (laughs) (laughs) That makes no sense. Christopher Lee was nearly six and a half feet tall in the days before Colourfield. That's so weird. (laughs) He's a huge fan of J.R.R. Tolkien, friends with Ian Fleming, friends with Boris Karloff. Who we like. Christopher Lee is doing impossible things. That's pretty cool. We'll see if you found this clip of Churchill yet, Will. Yeah, it's in the oh, Discord. Yeah, posted it in the thing, right? I'll cop, I'll copy the link and I'll put it into our little watch along thing so we can watch Churchill. Can w- watch Churchill's <laughs> how, greatest how quote you, together. How did you find this search? Like, how did, what do you search to find that? I think if you just do Winston Churchill under rid. Do 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 try to do. <laughs> just try and spell that. <laughs> Spelling doesn't have to be exact. <laughs> right here we go. Let's. I'm playing. I'm playing again. What was he trying to say? And there was saying impossible things. The Churchill was saying impossible things. They're they're under it. I do do the right to do the streets. <laughs> He's under under a do the streets. He's doing impossible things. Yeah, I genuinely haven't. I've I like that. That only has forty two thousand views. Only forty two thousand. That's that's so sad. The yeah, comment. If you, if you type in Winston Churchill under, 
and it should come up. What's the danger line under the streets? Well, there's the first comment on it says, um, at any rate, that is what we're trying to do. No, at any rate, that is what we're going to try to do. <laughs> and it's from his, we shall, uh, we shall fight them on the beaches. But then another comment says, the audio, was, the audio you're hearing is actually from 1949. He delivered the 1940 speech in the House of Commons. Britain's public only had a transcript of the speech in newspapers at the time. Although many of his speeches during World War II were broadcast, this speech and his finest hour speech were only delivered in Parliament, so no audio existed until he recorded them four years after the war. So, basically, it gets even more confusing <laughs> in the fact that this isn't his speech as he delivered it, but this is his speech after he said it, re-recorded after the war, and he had time to re-record it if it sounded bad, and he was like, ah, <laughs> I, I, I know exactly what I said. That sounds about right, and what he said was... <laughs> it doesn't even sound that much like... It sounds like he's drunk. Well, he, he was a massive drunk, wasn't he? So I assume that... Yeah, he, he was probably uh, wasted uh, when he recorded this. We're gonna dread. Try to say at any rate. At any rate, that is what we're going to try to do in a like a kind of drunk slurred voice. It sounds about right. At any rate, that is what we're going to try to do. At any rate, we're going to try to do. It's. At any rate, that is what we're going to try to do. I said, at any rate, that's what we're going to try to do. Are you ready to do what we're gonna try to do? Are you ready to do what we're gonna try to do? <laughs> it's so. D I like that I was just replaying it because it's so. Why is there a race car at the end? Well, oh, on the on the actual YouTube video, there's no thing, but on this on this web player, it suggests the um a Formula One. Video. So at the end of the video, for about a second, there's just a photo of a race car from driver perspective. Oh, 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 I've got a different one. It says, it's titled, I will send you to Jesus meme clip. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, play that. Play that. I want to see that. Oh no, it just takes me to YouTube. Okay. That's actually. Right, copy I'll, the I'll, link. I'll copy the Paste YouTube the link. Chat and I'll put it into the thing. Or anywhere that is what we're going to try to do. Jesus. Because he would have listened to that back before it went out to the general public. <laughs> Imagine someone seeing that on TV and going, oh, no, he didn't, did he? <laughs> oh, Steve. Not Steven. That's Steven Seagal. I was thinking of, was thinking of Steven Seagal. I was looking at Winston Churchill because they look kind of similar. No, they anyway. don't look similar. But anywhere that is what we're going to try to do. No, I know. Anyway, did where I got to do Right. I will send you to Jesus meme clip, which has a a value of about. Let's see how many. This video has two thousand views. So this is what we're getting from the "I will send you to Jesus" meme clip. <laughs> the Chinese accent was so strong. The Chinese, that was like the strongest Chinese accent I've ever heard. <laughs> Let's replay that. 
Well, you keep do you keep clicking it at the same time as me because it doesn't. No, <laughs> it doesn't. It's not even clicking. It keeps saying you're trying to rewind it. I'm not trying to rewind it. Why are we back to? Okay, fine. <laughs> I will send your talk. Jesus. <laughs> His mouth didn't even move during the clip. <laughs> yeah, his mouth doesn't even. Move. <laughs> have you seen the uh, Have you seen the video of John Cena apologizing to China? No. Basically, I'll set some preface to this because uh, John Cena's Suicide Squad movie, the one that recently came out. He said that the first, someone asked him in an interview, what's the first country that you're going to be um, opening the movie in? And um, he was like, oh, but the first country that the movie's going to be showing in is going to be in Taiwan. And as you may know, China doesn't recognize Taiwan as an actual country for some reason. And they got really pissed off about that. And because America needs China's support so badly because China has supported their entire infrastructure. They're impossible infrastructure. China supports <laughs> their web servers. China supports everything. China does literally everything for America. They need to keep the Chinese on side. And they were getting pissed off and they were going to say, right, we're not going to show the movie in China if John Cena doesn't apologize to the entirety of China. So basically, and that would mean massive billions of dollars of loss for Marvel Studios. So Marvel basically made John Cena apologize to all of China. Here we go. John Cena's apology to 1.3 billion people. Yes, this is him. Wait, what the 1. hell? 3 he learned Chinese just for this. This is John Cena. In Fast and Furious 9, I had many, many interviews. In one of them, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. But yeah, he's very good at Chinese, isn't he? He is really good at Chinese. Why the hell did he become a wrestler? Do you know what? No, he learned Chinese because of wrestling. Oh, did he? Yeah, basically he wanted to appeal to the, the WWE Chinese market. So he thought he'd start speaking in Chinese so he could get, get them all on side. And so he learned Chinese, which he is, is very really impressive because he's very good at Chinese. He's really good at it. But he's so he's so he grovels so much to China in this. Everyone asked me if I can use Chinese. People at Fast and Furious Nine. You don't need to do the accent, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Give me lots of information. Yeah. He became very American for that information. Information. Han Jong Yao. Han 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 Jong Yao. Han Han Jong Yao. It is so 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 important. <laughs> I love and respect China and Chinese people. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Sorry. Very sorry. I've never seen anyone. <laughs> you have to understand. <laughs> you have to understand. I. It was China and Chinese people. Thank you. I've never seen that. Per... I've never seen a person. 
grovel to anyone that much in my life. <laughs> well, I've never seen you grovel that much to a teacher after not doing the homework. I I have you know that is a that is a low blow. I do not grovel. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Name one instance where I've ever groveled. You're a little groveler, boy. <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> William, wants a, William wants a little groveler, boy. You've heard it here first, folks. Heard it. Yeah, and you've 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 heard it here for the only time. What the crud? I'm not a groveler. <laughs> oh, you're a groveler. Just admit it. Here I'm not a groveler. And if you think I'm a groveler, I'm so, so, so sorry. I did not mean to, to put that um, thought into your head. <laughs> William Hunter a groveler. Ding-a-ding-a-ding-a-ding-a-ding-a-ding-a-ding-a-ding. See, he'd do all the groveling in the world if he was a groveling girl. I'm a groveler. In my groveling world, and I am a groveling girl. <laughs> we are living in a groveling world, and Will is a groveling girl. Well, you know it's true. It's Peace true. and love. Peace and love. With oh, war and hate, this is not true. Right, yes, it is, you <laughs> sycophantic psychopath. You formless splint. You formless blint. You gormless blint. It's such a such a pungent. You know, I've realised recently the most damning and upsetting insult one can give to someone else is calling them a pervert. a pervert. Like there is nothing worse than that. Well, I could call you a paedophile, and that isn't as bad as pervert. Uh, no, not, yeah, we're sure, not talking not? like social morality <laughs> standing. Just the way it sounds and the weight it has. You know. Like, I yeah. could call you a mass murderer or, like, a rapist. A rapist is quite bad. But, like, a, like a pervert, power war criminal. A pervert is has so much weight and density behind it that to call someone a pervert is just, like, the worst insult. Yeah, <laughs> the feeling's mutual. <laughs> Well, you're a. Will you agree that you're a pervert? No, like no, like you, right? Yeah, no, but the logic you, of what you, you just also... said, the, the uh, logic of what you just said, kind of sounds like you're saying that you're you're a pervert. Yeah, but if we ignore the logic of what I just said and only focus on what I meant, <laughs> then we would see that you you are, are in fact I'm a pervert. Yeah. Well. On that subject, no, not on that subject. <laughs> on that subject, <laughs> I thought we should. I just got an email from the East London communist community telling me that we should return the gold to Venezuela. <laughs> um, what gold? I didn't know about this gold. Well, yeah. Shall we go? I think this would be funny. Wait, is it on the night? This is this is the ninth of January and Monday. <gasps> the ninth of January is Sunday. Shall we go at 1pm to the Bank of England Venezuela return the gold protest and interview people? I'm good, thanks. <laughs> no, I think it would be... Well, you can hold the camera and I'll do the interviewing. Do you not think uh, it would be kind of funny? Just a little bit. Um, just, a bit. just a little bit. I've got the Facebook event here. Oh, and ten people are going. <laughs> ten people. 
That's kind of funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really quite surprised it's that many. Because I have no idea what gold is going where, but I'm fully in support of the fact that we should return whatever gold it is to Venezuela. No, it's Venezuela. You send gold there and it'll be worth 10 quid. What do you think? <laughs> That's why it's funny. <laughs> a little description. In a, criminal, in a criminal ruling on 20th of December, Britain's Supreme Court recognised as the owner of 1.8 billion of gold held in the Bank of England's vaults, not the legitimate socialist government of Venezuela. So basically, uh, Britain have gone, we own the gold that's in our banks, fuck you Venezuela, and these people have decided that Venezuela should have it back. I feel like there'd be some absolute nutters there, right? Exactly. Yeah, like it would just be filled with a bunch of radicals. But that's kind of funny. <laughs> just a ton of radicals. Wait, I'm I'm in a couple of WhatsApp groups for protests that I joined and never left for some reason, and they never stopped messaging me. There is. I'm trying to see what events are going on that we could join. Um, one British pound is worth. Six hundred and twenty thousand nine hundred and fifteen <laughs> Venezuelan Bolivar. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should definitely go to this protest and just give out pound coins. <laughs> There's your gold. So, so what is one point eight billion pounds, Will, in uh, Venezuelan currency? <laughs> No, dollars. So we're looking at 1.8 billion dollars. Oh, we're going for American dollars, are we? Yeah, because the word, the thing says it in dollars on the email. So wait, no, dollars oh, okay. to pounds. Do so dollars to pounds first. We've got a point of reference. Okay, I need another tab open. So we're doing 1.8 billion dollars. Okay. So 1.8 billion dollars into British pounds. That's 1.33 billion. So we're looking at 33 billion pounds sterling. 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 So 1.33 billion pounds sterling into Venezuelan currency. 620915. Oh, God. I don't even know How what much is it? I don't even know what the number that. Well, it's 8.26 times 10 to the 14. 8.26 times 10 to the 14. I just quickly so write is... out that number. Yeah, do the... Do, do, uh... okay. um, 10. That's right, probably that's right. a really, really long... 40. Okay, that, that's right. So, just... <laughs> Eight hundred and twenty-six trillion. Jesus Christ! That's so much money. <laughs> that's so much money. <laughs> so, all we have to do in reality is just go give them a couple quid, and they'll be they'll piss off. Exactly. It's like, look, if I just quickly do one million. Divided One by six hundred twenty thousand nine hundred fifteen, and I do. 
if I just give them one pound and 61 pence, I've just made some random Venezuelan person a millionaire. <laughs> one pound and 61 pence. Yeah, you should definitely do that. <laughs> you should definitely, 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 definitely do that. Oh, I just realised something. Oh. What have you just realised? That my microphone hasn't actually been plugged in. Oh. <laughs> that would make sense why it changed. That would make probably sense. Sound, it's probably been sounding really... It's probably been sounding really bad up until now, so sorry about that, everyone. No, it, it, it's kind of been fluctuating between the two. Oh, okay, so it's actually just been fluctuating between the two and I haven't even noticed. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But yes, John Cena is well, 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 saw you, well, well, saw you. There's one where he's like eating ice cream. You watch that one. And he's speaking. Yeah, in sure. like, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense why he's right. You ready? You on the you on the you on the thing? You on the thing? Yep. I don't have time. Please help me. I repeat, please help me. I'm serious. I've been captured by the Chinese government. Please help me. My balls, my balls are gone. I was castrated like a <laughs> The cancer is starting. So quiet, I signal their arrival. God, please spare me. Three, two, one. I love China so much. They start singing. Taiwan is not a country. Not a country. I'm China so much. Taiwan is not a country. I'm China so much. Taiwan is not a country. Quick, they're gone. You must come quick. I feel the end is near. <laughs> First, my balls next to my penis. <laughs> and finally, my life. <laughs> 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 that would be like some great just incorrect subtitles for a Chinese person speaking. <laughs> we should we should we should subtitle our next video that we should do our next video in Chinese. Yang Chong Hao. Taiwan is not a country. I had some toast. Taiwan oh, is not a country. country. <laughs> well, We've got to finish every sentence with Taiwan is not a country. So we don't piss off our... What is wrong with Taiwanese people? What do they think it is? Just some random block of land? Yeah. <laughs> Taiwan, yeah. Taiwan just doesn't exist. <laughs> because I think China think it's part of them or something. I'm not sure, even though they have their own president and capital city and currency. Mm. China is not a country. China should... is not a country. Oh god, you got the Chinese officials uh -oh. all over you now. There's a Chinese. Uh -oh. We should do the pro Taiwanese podcast and see how long it takes one of us to get assassinated. <laughs> Hello, welcome back to the pro Taiwanese podcast today. Now, why Chinese people should die? <laughs> There's 1.3 billion of them. Today we're hey. talking about <laughs> they're doing impossible things. We should have President Xi Jinping physically shot. William oh, Hunt, William we, 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 burn an effigy. We we do we Jinping. we do not support uh, assassination of any uh, political figures here at the low budgets. Everything said is purely for comedic purposes. Uh, <laughs> we love we love China. We 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 love all land equally. And I don't like please China. Please don't kill us. Well, you might not like China. I fucking hate China. 
<laughs> the Chinese not. government that is permission enough. Um, I'm afraid to get assassinated because they're probably listening to this. I mean, most probably. The first five viewers are going to be Chinese adulterers who have just been sent into uh, Chinese listening camps to listen to all Western media. How many listeners do we have in China? I don't know. Most of which being um, John Cena. John Cena. Uh, okay, I was looking at the breakdown of our audience. We have 50% of the United States of America, which is a little bit of a shock. Why? That is. That is a culture shock. Because our, our, our content is not at all in any way, shape or form geared to um, Americans. Americans. At all. At all, in any way. Yeah? No. Um, but hello, you people from across the pond. Um, I would say your politics sucks, but ours is debatably ours just is as bad. As bad. <laughs> then 42% United Kingdom. And then coming in with a solid 3%, we have Pakistan. Thank you, Pakistan. We love you, Pakistan. Woo! We love you, Pakistan. We love the Pakistanis. Uh, I mean, that well, sounds three, three, three percent of them, at least. Hello. We do have Singapore. I'm back. But I... no Taiwan. No, no one China. Ta At all. And William Hunter's disappeared from the chat. Hello, I'm back. I should be you back. back. You were gone, but then you came I... back. The last thing I heard was Pakistan. Yeah, well, Pakistan is on the list, but China is not on the list, uh, unfortunately, of our viewers, and Taiwan is needed on the list, but we do have Singapore. Nice. Your mic's died again. What? 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 Let's have a look. Let's have a look, shall we? Well, no, it's connected to the right one, so I don't know what's going on there. Oh no, no, it fixed itself. This, this is what I'm talking about by fluctuating. It just it goes and it doesn't. And it sure. goes and it doesn't. What do you mean it goes and it doesn't? You no, know, I gave it. Some, your mic just varies. You I gave. My brother, the recorder, you know, the one we use for careless snacking. I gave him that back today. Yes. <laughs> so, he didn't want it. <laughs> no, and he took it out and started flawlessly playing My Heart Will Go On With It. Jesus Christ, how does that happen? <laughs> I was like, what the hell? How the hell did you know that? Just when the hell does anyone know how to play a recorder, though? I know, but it's James. It shouldn't surprise me. Every night in my dream I feel you can, can you play the recorder and sing at the same time mm? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we should do as a competition can you play the recorder and sing at the same time that would be the world's shortest competition no <laughs> no you cannot we cannot do that no, no, it, we it, go, go ahead go ahead i was gonna say it's it's actually possible to play i know on trumpets maybe on recorder but you can play two notes at a time you've got to hum and blow at the same time okay and then you so can play two notes at the same time all you can do is uh really do a mm. bass note and then do a yeah but yeah that's that's pretty cool 
Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, or you could just play a piano and just play whatever note you want when you want, providing your hands are available. We should learn to. Uh, we should learn to do that. We should learn to do that. We should teach ourselves how to do that. Will just been out there. We should physically teach ourselves, in our infinite wisdom, in our how infinite to do wisdom. multiple note recorder sessions. We 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 will do that. That sounds good. We will we will do that. Um, I thought. <laughs> That's like a that's worst. never oh, a good sign. <laughs> oh no. Uh oh. Here we go. I thought we would um look at something that I've been seeing online recently that's called um the ick. Right? The ick. So Will, do you want to have a guess at what that is before we uh before we start? Um Do you make some sort of biohazard sludge and it just makes you feel icky? No, but that's you know close enough. <laughs> um, it's when you are when a, say a girl is attracted to you, or you're mm. in a relationship, or you're talking or whatever, and she's attracted to you, and you, the man, does something a very specific thing that gives her the ick. I mean, she doesn't find you attractive anymore. It can be a very very specific thing. So that could be like coating her in a biohazard sludge. Yeah, like coating her in a biohazard <laughs> sludge. That's a very extreme one. But they get online very, very specific. So one of the, so a broad one, for example, could be like, like dyeing your hair ginger. Sorry, but that was the first one that came into my head. No offense taken. Yep. No offense should be taken. Yep. Black or, it be... <laughs> <laughs> or it or it could be something like, um, you know. Saying something bad about trans people, for example, you know, yeah. anything that gives them the ick. And there's been some very specific ones online um, that I want you to imagine you doing, and someone finding you unattractive after doing it. Uh, someone said when he drops a coin and it keeps rolling and he chases <laughs> after it. <laughs> I can imagine myself running for hundreds of meters trying to keep those coins. <laughs> And you know, when you keep bending down to pick it up, but you just keep missing as well. <laughs> um, hello, audience. It's, this is some weird, absolute calamity that we have uh, approached. I have, I'm a technophobe myself, so I have absolutely no clue what's caused this. Um, and therefore, I've got Absolutely no clue how to fix it. But anyway, it's now, for the moment, just me. So we shall do a bit of a story time. Um, it's been Christmas, uh, as you all probably know. And I, I, I received some good gifts. But I got a gift for Charlie, which has not actually that... turned up yet. And, oh, God. Are we I better now? Get... Oh, my God, we're so much better. Yes, okay. I have no idea what the problem was, but I switched over the USB uh, port, and that was fine. So I switched over the USB socket, and I think one of the sockets might be a little bit dodgy, but I have no idea why, because I was using it perfectly fine earlier. Oh, I've got no clue. That's really weird. Got no clue. Well, we're here now. And we're that's here all now. Back to the ick. 
Back to the ick, but yes. So, sorry that my story is not finished, audience. Back to the ick. Go finish your story. I want, I want No, to because it was about your Christmas present that still hasn't turned up. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair and oof. Fair and oof. Fair and egg. Fair and egg. So yes, when he bends down and his backpack goes over his head. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I've seen you do that. <laughs> That's happened so many times to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've seen that happen to you. <laughs> what we're going to learn from this is William Hunt is a walking ick. I am a walking ick. And someone <laughs> replied to that uh, comment and said, instant bad mood. Oh, saying that, I, I do want to say one thing that might be quite icky. I got something for Christmas, and I don't think they're back. They've made a return. Something I used to have, but then didn't. What is it? Eight? I don't think you appreciated that their absence enough. Because oh, no. today marks the return no. of That's the actually. Pokemon socks. No! No! <laughs> you Thank- got more? You I got, got more. more? I got more. Thank- thank- thankfully for you, there's-, there's only one pair. But they are Pokemon socks nonetheless. They are back. <laughs> <laughs> they're back and they're worse than ever. <laughs> I love it. I just noticed in the uh, replies to the backpack over the head comment, someone said, uh, no, because the backpack is already an ick of its own. So just carrying one is bad carrying... Which I don't oh. get that personally, but... I don't get that. But then someone replied to her saying when she spells it bagpack, because the person that okay, wrote the yeah. comment spelled it bagpack. Oh. <laughs> bagpack in itself is an ick. Bagpack, yeah. I don't like bagpack. that. Uh, another one says um, when he covers his nose to go down in the water in a slide or into a pool. Is it that bad? Well, I'm pretty sure you've done... I, I mean, I, that sounds perfectly reasonable. You know? Yeah, I, I haven't done it, but I know a lot of people do. And yeah, I, it sounds I, perfectly... I really, yeah, it sounds normal enough. Oh, oh no, Will. I just was accidentally clicking around earlier trying to get back to it and I opened the um I opened the I opened the hashtag questions text channel. I'll just open it quickly. Open the hashtag questions text channel. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, and, I've, and I've been looking at it for five minutes and I haven't even processed it. I've just processed the fact it's a kid with like massive eczema and me saying, is this normal? <laughs> That's all I'm all I'm seeing. Um, that 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 is, that is an ick. That's an ick. What kids with eczema? No, no. Take taking a photo of your armpits a with a bunch of bubos on it. <laughs> William Hunt's bubonic armpits. <laughs> that is the title of this episode. William Hunt's bubonic armpits. Because this is technically the start of what season four. Technically. Uh, uh, season, we only three do, like... last, season three lasted two episodes. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it was only three episodes long. <laughs> yeah, we got three episodes in season three, so we're starting yeah, can, can to... We, no, can, can we just do season three, part two? Season three, part two, yes. <laughs> Perfect. We'll just continue on with episode four. <laughs> but it was to be part two. So we've got another Rick here, Will. Um, when he tries to get the waiter's attention and fails. What? I'm I'm pretty sure that I've been in that situation before and I felt embarrassed about it. 
You know when you try to go like, hey, can we have the bill, please? And they just don't respond to you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that's happened to me at least twice. That that happened when I was out with... um, like I was out with... Who was I out with? I think it was Reese. Uh, where were you? Friend group. Where were you? I, no, it's it's really embarrassing. Where were you, Will? I need to know the place. I got outvoted on TGI Fridays. You went to TGI Fridays? <laughs> Everyone voted for it, apart from me. It sucks. I've got exactly. food poisoning so there bad. twice before. It was so bad. That was your choice like to go, it. Will. Pizza Express, Pizza Hut. Pizza Express. Pizza, Pizza Express. <laughs> I'd be ashamed if you went to Pizza Hut, honestly. Pizza Express is kind of where it's at. Nando's is pretty good, though. It's all right. Solid. Yeah, na- 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 Nando's is all right. Much, much better than TGI's. Yeah, it's my, a TGI my, Fridays! My, my vote was Pizza Express. <laughs> See, well, honestly, you're really you're really not doing very well. Yeah, Reese for the bill, just got completely ignored. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Not, yeah, but it's so embarrassing, isn't it? It's so embarrassing. You kind of have to, like, accept the embarrassment, though, and just do one of those looks to the company that you're with. Oh, uh, yeah. And just, like, like, try, you, you try and it laugh off. it off. Like, you're, you're crying on the inside. You've inside. Been, your, your heart has been shattered. The worst one happened to me. The worst one happened, and I'm ashamed to admit this, the other week when I was out with Rosie, we went to some sort of album listening thing in Who's Soho. Rosie, Rosie Edgerton. Ah, and we uh, we went to this album listening thing. We went to this bar. We went to Peter Place to have food. Past Place it was really good, really good pasta. And then went to this uh, like bar to have some drinks beforehand. And when I asked to get the bill because we were in a rush, I stopped a woman that was walking by us. I was like, "Excuse me, can I have the bill?" We we're in a rush, and she went, oh, "I don't work here." <laughs> and I was oh, dying. I've so done that. Long. I'm not. I she was. Um... Like, she worked there. She wasn't wearing the uniform, but she just looked like she worked there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, when I was younger, uh, I don't know how old I was. I think I was about nine, maybe. Uh-oh. I was in, um, uh, I think it was Blue Water, Games Workshop. Oh, no. In there with, with, it does Warhammer, which is a tabletop yeah. game or something. And um, <laughs> there was this person there. No, I, I should have known... Work. I think he was in a Ghostbusters costume, so that that, that should have told me that he was not a worker. <laughs> but he was playing Warhammer so well with these two people, and I went up to him. I said, um, "Excuse me, um, could you teach teach me how to play this, please?" <laughs> I went, "Oh, I don't work here," and he just left. <laughs> he just he just left. He said, "Oh, I don't work here," and left. I was just there alone. Yeah, I had two members have- of staff. I swear they were looking at me. I was like, "Oh." But you don't even have to work there to, you know, teach the kid how to play it, you know? No. Oh, you don't actually so have to work there. But yeah, it's the most embarrassing thing. She was like, oh, I don't work here. And I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And she was like, oh no, I've had that twice today. And I was like, well, obviously the problem's with you then, but I still feel embarrassed. <laughs> I was like, oh no. Yeah, for, 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 for me once. Shame, Shame on, on me. Shame no. on me. I, I can't remember how it goes. For me once, shame on you. For yeah, me no, yeah, shame on me. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, for me twice. So yeah, the shame yeah, is on her. The shame is on you. You are the shame man. I am the shame man. I'm a shaman shaman. Well, if, uh, here's another one for you. When he's eating his dinner off his lap and he uses his tippy toes to make the plate higher. That's so specific. 
I've done that. <laughs> I know you've done that. Like, I, there is no doubt in my mind that you've done that. Not only have I done that, but what I should say is, I you do did that. that. You do that concurrently, regularly. Yeah, it's like if I'm in a really comfortable position, but my plate's tilted, I'm not going to move out of that comfortable position. I'm going to go on tiptoes. <laughs> You're going to go on the tiptoes <laughs> to make that bitch higher. Yeah. Well, but <laughs> you don't. You didn't need to so shamelessly admit that you still do it. We know that you still do it. <laughs> Even if someone has no idea about anything of you as a person, they've never seen you or what you look like. We know you do it. <laughs> peace and love, of course. With, with peace and love, of course, yeah. With peace and love, come on. Come no, on, I, man. I, I thought that was normal. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, no. I thought if someone's plate is in the wrong position, the just the obvious solution is just to go go on tiptoes. Well, that comment has thirteen point eight thousand likes. Oh, no, I just admitted in front of thirteen point eight thousand people. Someone said, "Just hold the plate," which makes a lot of sense. Well, it you makes can agree. a lot of it makes a lot of sense. But if you've got knife and fork. What? What, Will? What? Well, if you've got a knife and fork, you can't hold the plate. You've got to well, go yes, on tiptoes. Yes, you can. Yes, no, you can. you can't. You can cut what? it whilst it's on your lap, you know? Yeah, cut it whilst it's on your lap, but you need to go on tiptoes to get that plate level, so then you can use your knife and fork, and then you eat. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true, but, like, it's it's not, still not cool either way, Will. It's bad. Oh, I think it looks rather stylish. <laughs> It's rather stylish. I feel do agree. It's rather stylish with my tiptoes. Uh, someone said um, when he goes to put food in his mouth and it drops on the plate and he chomps the air. <laughs> Which I've definitely done this multiple times. Uh, that, that didn't quite sink in. What, what was that? So when you go to. So when you've got like food on your fork, but then yeah. it drops off the fork onto the plate and then you just bite onto the empty fork. No, <laughs> and I've definitely done that several times. I, I, I know I've done that before. Not, normally, normally it falls off my fork quite a while before my mouth, though. Yeah, like it falls off quite early, but I still keep going. I'm no, like, no. yeah, this is still food. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've, I've definitely done that. Shamelessly admitting to that. I don't, I don't think I've done it recently. I've, def I've definitely done that. Yeah, right, you haven't kept up with that one recently. Uh, someone said... When he takes off his socks and there is fluff between each toe. <laughs> Which... Um, do you get do you get fluffy toes? It um yeah. I imagine when there's Pokemon it, socks. The um, the, in fact, so I, I wore some socks the other day and they were really bad. Oh. Um, oh god, I hate that. Yeah, I know they were Star Wars socks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um. No, I, I I do get that. It's normally the material that it uses, though. Not all socks. Some do. I, yeah, find, black, I find black socks to be black really socks bad. Black socks need the most fluff, stuff. yeah. For no reason whatsoever, because it's no still reason just whatsoever. the same wall. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've got but... a good one here that I think you'll like. Okay. Uh, when Go he on. goes for a haircut, and he's sitting there with the cape on, looking at himself whilst the barber pumps the chair higher. Where else is there to look? Yeah, what, what, what else are you going to do? <laughs> Where else is there to look? What else are you going to do in that situation? 
I mean, there's only so long I can look around to see what like what other people's haircuts look like to see what you're about. The barber's to get. got what other people's <laughs> hair and hat. Who's yeah. coming through the door? That doesn't happen often. All the well, other yeah. times, I'm, I'm gonna look at me, of course. I wanna. You've got that. You've got. I I forget that people actually have haircuts because I haven't actually had my haircut in like three years. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 20, 2018, 2019, 2020, four years! Four years! Four years. Four years on the trot, my hair has not been cut for. Not, you know, like, well, it's been cut, like, like a little bit shorter, and it had the fringe cut into it, but not like, you know, like cut, cut, like a barber's cut. So I forgot about that part of life. But yeah, I remember sitting around, looking at all the waxes on the shelves piled high that you'd never actually buy, even though they'd offer you for a 10 quid, and you're like, I don't really want this gel. I'm going to buy it anyways, sometimes. <laughs> My dad would always go make us go to this very specific barber's in Chelmsford called The Snip, which was owned by the guy who's like the best hairdresser in the UK type of wards thing. He was the one who opened the hair and beauty salon in Beauchamp for some reason. Hmm. And he would always make us go there, and the haircuts were alright. It wasn't anything special at all, but they had this water, like water butt thing. You could fill up your water, like a little water station. I used to fill up so many cups of water, honestly. <laughs> so many cups. So I would crush those fucking cups like nothing, mate. I'd get through those quickly. 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 Yeah, no. Quickly. No, it's it it's Chris awkward Fire. if you sustain looking at the barber for too long in the mirror. So you can't do yeah. that. Or if you just you, sit there looking frowny you, you you can't look at anyone else for too long because that is simu- it's off putting. But yeah, you can't you do that. You can't do the. You, you can glance. You can do yeah, you're, glance. You, you you're look pretty at much yourself. stuck with looking at yourself in the mirror, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, if you look like me, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a very different story. That's a very different story. Yes. Um. When when he walks down a hill or stairs and his feet slap. Well, this is just biased towards people with big feet. It is. No, I, I think when, when I am tired, I do that because I can't be bothered to stop it. Yeah, you just like... <laughs> but yeah, no, 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 normally I, I feel awake enough to not let my feet slap. To not let your feet slap. But sometimes if you've got big feet and you've got shoes and you know, like sometimes, sometimes it happens. On, on my way home from school, there's this bridge. And if you slap on it, it really amplifies the sound. Yeah. So, normally I I'm love fine, doing but that. When I've been at school, like for so long, like I've stayed for rehearsals or something, yeah. and it's like really late. You always do the slap, I don't you? I do that. down that bridge. Me because too. Because I just cannot be bothered. That is a universal experience. I actively slap <laughs> down that bridge <laughs> and the stairs as well. I kind of do a little double run on the stairs to get some momentum. <laughs> And slap myself down that bridge as quick as possible. When I was young, I used to gallop down that bridge. <laughs> William <Hunt's> galloping <laughs> bridge. Well, of course, William he used galloping to gallop. escapades. <laughs> William Hunter, the galloper of Bosham <laughs> High School. Bosham, do you remember Bosham Sky School? Bosham Sky School. If idiots could fly, this would be an airport. <laughs> when he speaks to Alexa and it doesn't understand him the first time. I was I got myself into an argument with Siri the other day 
Oh, of course. When I was with Wait, someone. Well, let's just let's just go back over that phrase for a second. Let's not, let's not get past it too quickly. You, a uh, a grown sort of boy, a grown boy, a grown seventeen-year-old boy, got into an with with thoughts, feelings, emotions, and complexities, got into an argument with a robot. That's about He's, the most you thing to do. No, because Siri said that I was part of UKIP, so I thought I was fully justified. It it misheard me. I was trying to prove a point to someone, but it misheard me. So what did it say? I know it it heard something I said as UKIP. I can't remember what. And then it just it went on this thing, and I just started having a moan at it. (laughs) Did it? Did it respond to you? Did you do it? It did. What did it I say? came up with a crushing insult. I said to it, um, Alexa is better than you. And? And it it said one second, it said something about comparing X with Y. Let me just do it quickly. Alexa is better than you. But damn it, I cannot use Siri to save my life. That's another thing I was arguing at it for. Hey, Siri. Alexa is Alexa better, is better than, you. than you. That's like comparing apples, apples and not apples. apples. I was like, what the hell is a not apple? That's my next question. <laughs> hey, Siri. <laughs> you suck. I got, that's not nice. Because uh, my Siri is set to Irish Siri. Good um, morning to you, ladies. Hello, it is Siri, and welcome. I forget to use Siri often. I have like a button for it on my Mac Siri. as well. Like, I don't even it use it at all. It doesn't understand me. Well, that's a nick there. Uh, when he tries to walk across the street and then has to run away from oncoming traffic. Well, I'm just trying to survive. <laughs> yeah, that's just a basic survival instinct. When he walks out into the street and a car comes around the corner, he should let himself die if he wants to <laughs> he remain let a traffic. Run over. <laughs> the chivalrous man he is. Yesterday I was working in um in Prezzo in Rayleigh because apparently they were like Rayleigh needs your help so they were like okay go to Rayleigh to work in Prezzo so I took the train there got there and as I was, I was walking up and crossing the road to get to the high street this car stops like goes to stop at the Pelican Crossing and I'm about to cross and then it just starts speeding up and going whilst I'm walking across the crossing oh I've had so stuff I have to... like that before. I know it's genuinely went really fast, and I had to run across the crossing. It was genuinely so close to hitting me, and I'm not even exaggerating. It was really quite close to hitting me. Um, by Beauchamp's. Um, yes. I was uh, that first crossing. I was crossing there, and there was a, there was a car coming, but I knew that I'd be able to get there in time. But that car kept accelerating, like as I stepped out into the road, and it kept accelerating. And then yeah. I saw that the driver was on his phone. So then I jumped back, the car just zoomed past me. He had absolutely <laughs> no idea that I was there. But this guy had full idea that I was there because it was he stopped for me. And then and then as he went past and zoomed off, I kind of stuck two fingers up at him and he sped up and went faster. <laughs> the damn heathen. Damn heathen. The damn, the heathen of the damned. Well, now, should we have one more? Should we have one more, Ick? We'll have one more. Let's find a particularly good one. Um, when you're at the pub or restaurant and there's not enough seats, so he has to sit on a stool shorter than everyone else. 
No, I'm sorry. That is hilarious. Well, but you've definitely done that before. As the I've not done that. In your, it's a younger child in your family. There's no way you haven't. Not, yeah, yeah I've, I've, I've sat yeah, around the dinner table, but not in a restaurant or pub. I haven't done it in public. I've done it in private, yeah, That's many times. That's still embarrassing, though. Imagine if you had like uh, someone that you're interested in over for a dinner with your family, and then that happens. And you're made to sit <laughs> on like, the garden chair or something from outside. That, 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 that is embarrassing, but again, you, it, you've just got to try your best, best to play it off. Well, don't be on your tippy toes, because that's two in one. I, I have to sit on my piano stool um, <laughs> over um, dinners when family around. You have to and, sit. Uh, well, that's like the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> give me a, give me a, give me a story of an average hunt family dinner where you're sitting on your piano stool. How does that go? It goes quite well. Um, my two brothers, James and Lewis, get into an argument, and it's over like, what usually. Um, James leans over Lewis to get some food, and Lewis flips out. James tries to walk past Lewis, says "excuse me," but Lewis doesn't move. Yeah. Yeah, and then, <laughs> then where do we go from there? How does it develop? I'm really interested in your dynamics um, for a family dinner. James will start swearing, yes. and Lewis may or may not respond, depending <laughs> on how he feels. How do you get involved in this? Oh, I don't. I just sit back. By this point, I look over at my grandparents, who look kind of awkward. <laughs> They're like, mm, what's going on? <laughs> um... Uh, a few minutes later, mum might finally arrive at the table after um, finishing all the food and then tells them to stop it, um, stop it which, you. Which, which doesn't work. So stop then dad, dad will get involved and it will stop. And then James will make another comment, which means that he's now under fire. Like All he had to do was just not say anything and it would have remained as Lewis as public enemy number one. But no, James says something which makes James public enemy number one. But then it, we, we all tuck into our our dinner. Um, what do you usually have for dinner? Um, it depends. Some for roasts, it's kind of like um, imagine a Christmas dinner without turkey, uh, pigs in blankets, cauliflower cheese. So a basically that, that that's a roast other times it could be you'll have we'll have lasagna pizza potato wedgies <laughs> um your dinners are so bland peas, mozzarella sticks oh, your no, dinners like are so them. bland oh no but it it's it serve yourself yeah i know but that's not yeah. that's lazy oh no it's nice it, it's it's really good um over christmas uh mum bought three pound crackers i don't know yes. why <laughs> she bought three pound crackers. My brother and my granddad pulled yes. a crack. Pulled a crack. Well, you've cut out. You've muted yourself. William Hunter's muted himself, oh. folks. <laughs> uh, they pulled a cracker. But did you um, mute yourself on purpose? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, so, 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 something happened. What happened? <laughs> uh, nothing. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. They pulled, pulled a cracker, and the cracker didn't pop. So now, so now James was holding the cracker thing right in front of himself. I yes. can't remember who, but someone leaned over and popped it, and it went in his <laughs> eye. <laughs> That's pretty good. That, That's that was pretty a bit good. of excitement. There's a little bit of excitement in the Hunt household. Yeah. Amid your no, bland no, dinners. No, 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 thankfully, after that, mum mum did say that she'll buy 
crackers that cost a bit slightly more than better pounds. crackers yeah because three pound <laughs> crackers are always appallingly bad what, what one of them came with a dice which is quite a not a die which is quite a standard a cracker yeah um standard yeah, but it, was, it was made out of cardboard what it was a hollow cardboard die. That's the lousiest <laughs> thing I've ever heard of. Some of the crackers didn't even have toys in them. Or what were Nor the did other they pri- have grounds? <laughs> <laughs> what were the other prizes that they were given out, if there were any? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Um, I think there was this. I think there was this like sheet with like a magic, like a magic type trick thing. It was a grid of numbers. And James Magic started like doing it. Thing. Yeah, James started doing it, um, but the trick didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Um, other ones. There were, yet again, some awful jokes. Uh, yes. Any good prizes that we know um, of that we didn't get? There, there was no, oh, there was a 2.5 centimetre ruler. <laughs> Wait, for real? Actually, no, no, it was a 3 centimetre ruler. But the 2.5 centimetre mark, it had China. (laughs) (laughs) 2.5 centimetres is the length of China. (laughs) It's the length of China. And we've heard it for Steven Seagal is absolutely livid. And John Cena is absolutely mad about the 2.5 centimetre rule. Wait, 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 no, wait! <laughs> it's like the, the the one child rule, but it's the 2.5 centimetre rule. <laughs> China's 2.5 centimetre centimeter rule. rule. Here it is! It's a very small rule. <laughs> it's a double pun. It works on two levels. 2.5 levels, levels, I should 2. say. 2.5 <laughs> levels. Hey! Hey! Well, I uh, think we've exhausted ourselves on... On three pound crackers. On three pound crackers, your meals do sound bloody boring. Peace and love. Oh no, they're amazing. You never have like a. They taste um... so good. Mum is such a good cook. I'll say that much. Well, don't you mean she's just putting stuff in the oven? No, but it's like how it's cooked. What do you mean how it's cooked? Like she does this. You put it in the oven for the amount of time it says on the but, thing. Uh, her turkey, it's like slow roasted, but she covers it in like. I don't know oil. what she does, but bacon ends up on it, and it's yeah. Well, oh, that's how really you make good. a Christmas turkey. Well, you put enough. bacon on it, you stuff it inside, you you put it in the oven, cover it in tin foil, it drips out fat. You baste the fat on top of the turkey. You continue to kick it to cook it some more. Yeah, I remember I said kick it some more. Kick, <laughs> I was like, kick the turkey. I imagine if you kicked it enough, it's, you could create enough heat. It's not uh, dead enough. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. How many times can we kick a turkey? Um, twelve. <laughs> This <laughs> is this alive or dead? How um, many ta- how many dead. kicks did it take to kick an alive turkey to death? Um, probably a similar amount. It probably, I could, I reckon, I could kick a turkey to death in about four kicks. One to sort of get it dazed. Two to get it on the ground. Three to take out its body power. Four on its neck. Thank, thank you for. Telling our audience how to kill a turkey. Well, I mean, there might be some far- agricultural farmers out there that need to cook a way of killing their turkeys. S- similarly, four is also the number of political coups you need to uh, kill the country of Turkey. That is true, actually. <laughs> four coups. 
Coo, 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 coo. The turkey's gone. Coo and the turkey's gone. <laughs> Coop and the turkey's gone. Chicken coos. Why is it spelt that way? Chicken coop. Yeah, it's like. Well, spelt... I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Ch- chicken co op. Oh, yeah, sorry. chicken co op. Like, why is it <laughs> chicken co op? It's the chicken co op. <laughs> We're going to go down to the coop today to get some. Why do pe- people are so annoying? Like, you get northern people that are just really annoying, you know? Yeah, they, like, they, they are. I speak like... to free northern people occasionally. Who do you know that's northern? I know. I'm, I'm, I met them over lockdown. One of my friends introduced me to them over Discord. Isaac, Matt, and Shaq. Shaq. Is Shaq. this Shaq? Shaq is in white Shaq or black Shaq? Black Shaq. Black Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal Shaq or like Shaq? Um, his nickname is Shaquille O'Neal. Well, that's because his name is Shaq. Indeed. Is he Northern? Uh, yeah. Northern Shaq. Well, he's Indian, but he's Northern. <laughs> is he Indian? <laughs> I don't know. I know. He, he, he's from that continent. He's from, <laughs> he's from the other lands. <laughs> Northern, Northern Shack. Nor- Northern Shack. Shack of the North. Shack of the North. <laughs> I, 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 I start singing Love Shack Love when Shack. he's around. That's what I was going to do. I was literally just going to do Love Shack. In the Love Shack, baby. Love Shack. Love Shack. Love Shack. Baby, love shack. You have to do it in the northern accent, though. Love There's shack. a little the... love shack where we can get together. together. There's a little love shack where we can get together. Love shack, baby, love shack. We should do that... a sketch, and it's love shack as in shack as in Shaquille O'Neal. That, that... <laughs> that tiny image I sent you, that shack. He was like 16 years old when he that was taken. There he is. How old is he now? Seventeen. Seventeen. <laughs> so not a lot of. Sh- that's like the worst Shaq image. Is it? What? That, that's so bad. I hate that. His Why's voice Shaq's is so high pitched. Give me an Im- imitation of Shaq's voice. Um, what, what can I say in Shaq's voice? I need something to say. Uh, say the Love Shack. Sing the chorus of Love Shack. Um, God, how, how, how am I going to imitate his voice? It's like um. Love Shack, it's a little love place where we can get together. <laughs> well, <laughs> so bad. Well, can, you send, can you send Shaq the, the podcast invo- invite? <laughs> Is he online? Is Shaq online? No. Can, do you reckon we can get him online? He doesn't, he, he doesn't talk in the server I'm in with him anymore. Well, can we ask him to? Can we just? Can ask, I'll put the invite link in the thing. Just send it to Shaq. Send it to Shaq. Send it to Shaq and say, "Join now. Join now." Uh, we're on a famous podcast. Just say that or some dumb shit. Party girls. Um, I mean, you might be a bit slow. Shall we do it next week instead? Do it now, so we've got it ready for next week. Just say join this, and if he joins the server, we can do it now. But if he doesn't, then we'll do the you know next week. Okay, okay. But we want Shack in place. We want to get the Shack doom ready. You know? Yeah, sure. Kill animals. What? There's a video of Keemstar yelling, "Kill all animals." 
Party girls. Party girls don't get hot when they sound again. I'm gonna like wop. I'm gonna feel the love. Feel the are we sending to Shaq? I, I do just want to say my 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 imitation of cat uh, catch of Shaq's voice was awful. Well, Shaq is gonna um, Shaq's gonna hear that in due course, I suppose. He he, he is. He do, he doesn't listen to it. Have, have we been sent to Shaq? It has been sent to Shaq. Sent to Shaq. Right. Well, last uh, time I actually messaged Shaq, not in a group chat, was um. Nine months ago. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll give Shaq 30 seconds, and if nay, then we will call If nay. If nay, we'll call today. Well, if nay, we'll call it a day. And a night, and everything in between. Come on, and Shaq. Everything Hold in between. Shaq's going to be like, oh my god, it's Will. I tried to open the image of Shaq to get a slightly bigger resolution one, and it's exactly the same size. <laughs> Well, your photo of you with as the Boris thing is still so off-putting. Hello. It's, it's Shaq! <laughs> Hi. Hi. Shaq, <laughs> welcome to the Low Budgets. I think we've got a podcast. You are live on the air. Say oh, hello to our audience. Hello, audience. Um, well, yeah. uh, hello. well, do you want to give some prefaces to who you are, Shaq? Uh, that's I'm a nice. person. Uh, keep going. That's not enough. We need okay. more. Okay. Uh, um, I live in the North East. The you live UK. in the North East. North um, UK. Whereabouts specifically? Uh, postcode. Po- we need. Uh, we need the postcode. Po- any in oh, one God. of the NEs. Um, NEs are close enough. Any dream will do. Yeah. Um, I've not got much more going for me. I'm well, brown. What? Yeah. Nice. We that, honestly, we we are lacking diversity. <laughs> On this show, we we, we are. This, this, this is. Yeah. This is quite... Go ahead, Will. Uh, I was going to say, Shaq. Um, you are our second ever guest uh, <laughs> to appear on an episode that isn't crowded with a bunch of different mini guests. Well, who? <laughs> yes, you are our second official guest. Well, hey, well, hey, on the podcast, and you're off. You're our first part of di- first port of diversity, Will. Of course, yep. Our, fir- we, our first port of diversity. Our first port of diversity. We have a strong. I'll tell you where our our listeners hail from. We have a strong fan base in the USA, Pakistan, Germany, Ireland, Russia, Canada, Nigeria, India, Greece, Brazil, France, Spain, and Poland. And shout Singapore. out to my Indian and Pakistani brothers. So shout out, was to, Indian. shout out to the 5% Pakistani audience we have. We love you. We love you very much. You're doing impossible things. We love you a long yeah. time. Uh, Shaq, how's your, how's your Christmas been? Oh, it's been good. I got, I got, a, I got a keyboard. You got a uh, keyboard? Uh, does it have is, all is, is that a musical keyboard or a, a, a musical keyboard? keyboard? Yeah. Oh, nice. A yeah. musical keyboard. And yeah, I don't know. Nice. We 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 prefer pianos at the low budgets. We prefer pianos <laughs> and anything so far for our organs. Organs will also do. Or organs will also do. So, Shaq, what are you doing today? What's 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 going on for you? I've been doing work that I haven't done during the holidays. It's, Which it's is been boring. Which work? Uh, computer science work. Uh, computer science, exciting, very I mean, exciting. I've been making a traffic simulator, and Wonderful. that is pretty much it. That's very exciting. And now to sort of close out our mini interview, Shaq, would you like to promote your social media? 
follow me on there we are there was uh shack you just kick him off shack there <laughs> Kick him off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Charlie, he's our first diverse guest. You cannot just kick him off. <laughs> I thought it would be fun. <laughs> to let him do uh, Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right before he mentioned his actual social media, I thought I'd kick him off so he didn't have a chance to promote it. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I, I'm not sure whether Instagram is what he calls Instagram or he's actually built a version of Instagram. Instagram. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he had. Well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> there we are. <laughs> I think we got it, podcast. Me and the. Well, we like diversity, but we don't like too much diversity. No, we've just started a war with India. <laughs> so, hello, everyone. We've started the Indian cultural divide. Shaq will never show up again. And to make sure that we have no record of him, let's delete his entry message from the chat. Oh, Thank you Thank for you. watching this episode of the podcast. And you know what? I think we got it. I've got a dirty shack back and crack. <laughs>